host, Matthew Vestalia. Happy to be back here with you again. Today I wanted to talk about um, the idea of momentum and inertia. So, <clears throat> basically, I've been... I hit a really hard slump when it came to the show and it came to the balance of everything in life. Um, right at the end of the year, kind of, I guess the, the slump didn't really hit at the end of the year. It was the beginning of 2020, which was interesting because... I had such motivation going into 2020 and there was so much momentum at the end of 2019. And so naturally you might be sitting there wondering like, well, what, what could have happened? Why, if there was momentum and that's, and momentum is good and that's what we're looking for, then what happened? Well, essentially, uh, I took a break, (laughs) just simply taking a break from uh from the work and from the process and everything really really threw me for a loop and i mean i'm going through a lot of this for the first time and everything so it's finding my rhythm and finding the ways to uh to take care of myself mentally and emotionally and physically and everything while giving the the proper amount of energy and effort to all of the different aspects of my life is um and i, I it's difficult to do that, especially as those, the aspects of my life that I would like to give attention and effort to continue to grow and expand. And so that a lot of this goes to the the power of saying no and 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 being able to identify when too much is, is uh, on your plate and you cannot effectively give all of yourself or or the appropriate amount to yourself to all of the tasks that you have but um that's kind of a that's kind of veering a little bit off the topic I want to hit on today um like I said I want to talk about inertia and momentum and what I think is really important to identify is is one how do we, how do you get momentum and what happens when you when you do when you get it and then how to keep keep it going how to how to not let the the friction from the day um from each of the individual days uh kind of wear down the the speed and the trajectory of of your of uh the process that you're trying to attain and everything and so or the process that you're that you're a part of and the the goals that you're setting. And the idea here is, I mean, if we're, if we're talking about momentum and we're talking about trying to, uh, trying to keep it up and everything, you know, we're the, the first thing <clears throat> that's, that we have to address is the fact that we're, we're working towards something, right? We are working towards trying to, um, accomplish something, trying to, the, the expression that I've heard and that I'm using a lot now is, and that I I'm a really big fan of is creating a compelling future. And I, it's something that's a, I believe it's a marketing term actually, interestingly enough, but, uh, and that's what people do when they, when they market, uh, things to you is that, you know, they, one of the tactics that they can use, um, is creating a compelling future. And you'll see this with ads and stuff like that, where, um, they're, they're talking about, uh, like gyms and, and getting yourself fit and getting ready for like beach season or, you know, whatever the case may be. Uh, but the, the idea is what they, what they'll do is they'll, they'll show videos of, 
of a a guy who's who's you know like not in the best shape and then he starts working out and he gets in good shape and then and then you know ladies at the beach are starting to pay attention to him and and he's starting to get uh you know like better responses between the people that he works with um and so and all of these things are doing one thing they're creating that compelling future the the compelling future is the future that you want it's it's you want to be a part of this and so at the end of it you you aren't the the idea is that you don't try you're not trying to figure out um whether or not you should you're trying to figure out how to do it you know like oh like i like should i go to the gym and work out it's like no how do i how do i get to a place where where that's my life where that's happening to me because that's the type of life that i want that's the future that i want to have that's and so oh and, and you know this gym is this gym offers them they offer this training and 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 you know then you get into the niches you get niched down into okay well what what does this gym provide to me that other gyms you know, don't provide it. And we can go, you can go into that for, for days and hours and stuff. And that gets into like business modeling and stuff like that. But really, uh, I say all of that on the compelling future stuff. I bring all of that up because you have to have your, that the end state, you have to have something that you're working towards. And so, um, if, when you, when you establish that goal and you find that thing that you want to work towards, then you you use something you have to select something that's emotionally based and grounded within you because then it creates a drawing effect for you towards that and it it will help you to overcome the the obstacles that come up it helps you to maintain that momentum you know uh what we're going to get to here in a bit um it helps you maintain that momentum um once and if it starts to uh once it starts to to fade and to wane a bit, so that's what that's what we want to do. And, and and so we with the selection of our goal, we can already be working on what it takes to to overcome the obstacles that are going to come up that we don't even know that they exist. We can start overcoming those obstacles, or at least prep ourselves, prep the battlefield of of the pursuit of these passions and these goals by properly selecting the goal that we want to achieve and it could be anything like i said it could go back to the gym thing it could go to uh to your business it could go to starting a business for the first time it could go to getting that promotion it could be going on vacation it doesn't really matter um but the idea is that you need you need to identify something that you are passionate about that you have a uh intrinsic internally driven motivations to accomplish this so having the and this is where like being specific really matters because you could have a generalized goal of like oh i want to go on a vacation and i would just love to to sit on a beach for the next uh two weeks but like okay but like what beach and what's what's there what what about the beach is drawing you to it and what what aspects are not going to be there if you select the wrong beach and and what makes it a wrong beach what makes it a right beach and you know you start asking yourself these questions and trying to figure out and trying to 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 niche down into what it is specifically that you're looking for and um 
and that's that's one way to it goes into like creating smart goals and um and but really like i just i i want to emphasize the importance of of that emotional attachment to the goal and that that compelling future because it helps you to um to to fight to want to keep momentum and initially what should be the case and if this isn't the case then you need to question whether or not you are emotionally invested uh into the into whatever idea it is that you're pursuing um but initially this should be like it should be drawing at you this should be nagging at you with like every waking moment like you can't wait to separate yourself from your daily work and you can't wait to to get that lunch break because you've been having these ideas all day and you just want to write them down or you just you know that you need to organize these things or move these things around over there and and once you do that like you, you just need the time and so you like you jet away to go do it at a time when you normally be like relaxing or not really accomplishing anything um and, and so that's that should be that should be natural that should be happening right off the bat um immediately following the the clear establishment of your goal and the end state in that compelling future um so what we're not we're not talking about that that's that's pretty self-explanatory i mean and you can set yourself up in ways when you're creating the goal like i said that that can that can help kind of grease the skids and, and to make that more possible or to to create ease of those actions and so um yes you will naturally be drawn to to work towards it. so let's say you're um you want to start uh you want to start a business or you know and and or you want to write a book let's say you want to write a book and so when you are leaving when you when you wake up in the morning do you have things set up in such a way that you could write down ideas um and or uh that you would have maybe while you were dreaming or maybe right when you wake up and um, it's just something for you to be able to, to jot down notes or to journal or, or whatever the case may be. But are you said, have you set yourself up in your bedroom in a way that's conducive to that? If not do that, you know, and that, that helps to create that momentum. It helps to start your day off. Right. And this goes back into the habit formation. Like one of the most important and, and powerful things that you can do when it comes to the pursuit of any goal and, and in the, the, the overcoming of obstacles that will come can we can we say what obstacles will come some of them we might actually be able to do we might actually be able to say yeah that obstacle is going to come up yeah i know me well enough and i know that um i'm going to get burned out around the third week because that's when my motivation typically dies on any large project um i know that i have um this this business trip that I need to go on that's going to be a week and a half and that's actually on the sixth week and so I'm gonna if I'm even able to pick back up and and surpass the three week slump that I know that I'm gonna have um even right when I turn around and and I'm back on board and I'm feeling good then I'm like what am I gonna do with that but identifying those um the known obstacles that are coming up you can do that from the get-go when that's part of when you're creating the goal like what's your timeline what's the time horizon what are the big key life events that are happening between now and your projected end date you know and so you can lay those down and so like the the big aspects and the the obvious obstacles that you're going to have to deal with are there and then the less obvious ones like i talked about kind of like the soft obstacles of yourself i say soft just because they're not like 
they're not physical things and they're not they're not uh, an external force that's like showing up in the way like a big boulder that when you're coming down the river. Um, I don't mean soft as in they are less uh, significant or less relevant. They are. It's really the idea in my head. It came from the idea of soft skills. Like so, it's like that in that. That is like interpersonal communication, leadership, and stuff like that, team building. Um, those aren't hard skills. Those are soft skills. And that, like I said, it doesn't make them less relevant. Um, but that's where it came from in my head is that um, these soft uh, obstacles of, of the internal, of, of what's, your, what's your narrative, what's, what's the personal narrative that you have, and is the, does the personal narrative you have of yourself, um, does it promote the goal and the in the in the end state and that that future that you have um that you've laid out does it promote that or does it does it hinder it do you need to address that like because leaving it out there uh just floating in in the ethers is not going to uh it's not going to make it go away not addressing it is not going to make the problem go away. You have to address it. It's like it's the elephant in the room of your mind. Of uh, you are in the room in your mind, and you're looking across. And you're like, "There's the goal. That's what I want. I want this book, and I want it to be written, and I want it, uh, and whatever the case may be. Like, I want to sell a million copies, which you know, good freaking luck. But hey, you know what? Like, talk to authors that have done it. You've set your goals up, hit your benchmarks." But, uh, you know, whatever your goal is, you know, I want, I, I want to make a difference in one person's life. If I make a difference in one person's life, then it was worth the time to, uh, to write the book. You know, whatever your goal is, it's fine. But it's there in your mind. So you're there in your mind and you're looking at it and you see it. But, like, what are the things, what are the, the, those voices in your head that are in that room that are that are talking to you during that time like oh you're not you you didn't even uh you didn't even pass you failed an english class and you had to retake it in high school and and you never even got you've never received an a on a paper that you've written in your life and your grammar sucks and the people are always correcting your grammar whenever uh you're texting or you know whatever the case may be you have all of these different things all of these different voices that are coming up that are that are you and so you have to you have to address those, um, and you have to do it in a way that is that's real. You have to do it in a way that that actually gives you that gut feeling of like ah, oh, there it is. And you do that by challenging it with facts. You know, like you look at at the claim, and it's like you're a terrible writer. Like okay, well that's a generalized statement. And like I've is that is that true? Let me let me try to cut that down with some facts. Like well I've communicated back and forth with, uh you know, a high level people within my um within my organization and outside of my organization. I've been able to clearly communicate um, what we need to do, and 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 it's and it's worked out really well. And I and and I haven't gotten, I didn't get any sort of negative feedback when it came in regards to like my writing and and I actually did get this compliment over uh you know about how well written this one thing was you know whatever the case may be but like you have to dive into like your your life and look at like the actual facts and then you can also address it by like making a plan like okay well maybe I'm maybe I do need to work on my grammar you know what I bet you I bet you I can find like an online course that's like it's like uh, uh you know. 
right improvement. Or you could buy and you could buy uh, assist programs. Um, um, one word already does it automatically for a lot of things. It it'll correct a lot of your grammar and stuff. But uh, there's places like Grammarly that do it as well. And you, so there are services that you can have, and you can you can send it to people to proofread. Like like you don't need to be the best writer on earth to write a book. So you have to dispel that myth that you have in your head and those preconceived notions. <clears throat> so the, you have to. You have to address those things. Um, you have to address the elephants that are in your the room of your mind there. Um, and you can do... And so that's all stuff, like I said, it's all stuff that you can do on the front end. Um, and, and that leads to uh, the daily parts, right? And so like we said, we're starting off the day and we're starting it by... by you know, having a notepad and a pen right by on the nightstand. Um, easily accessible, ready to go. And... Um, you know, I have a I have a voice recorder in the car that um, that I, I can just click and like you can get the app on your phone and just and just record notes and so that way you can you can do that uh, re- like if you got the magnet thing on your car and you just tap record and uh, you have you can you can just take those notes you know um, and so those are all ways to uh, to help promote that initial momentum to to get that initial momentum going is that you're you're changing your physical environment in such a way that it is conducive to your the ease of action that you're going that you are going to have to take in order to accomplish this goal so other the the other things outside of the physical setup are the actual habits, right? And so this is this is probably the single most important thing when it comes to uh, maintaining that momentum is is establishing the routines and the habits of the things that you're doing. And I think that the uh, I think that James Clear and Atomic Habits call it habit stacking, but I think that's probably one of the, the single most powerful, single most tangible thing that you can do, and you can do it right away. You can do it right now. Is identify habits that you're currently doing, and whatever if they're good or bad. Like there's a he's got a whole aspect about that in his book about you know are these plus or are these minus habits? You know are they positive or are they negative? I don't. I really don't care. Um, like, yeah, sure. Identify your negative habits and get rid of them. Like, that's a great thing to do on top of it, but identify your habits, just identify them. And so like, if you have a, if you have a crappy habit of sitting down and eating a donut every morning, you know, like, okay, yeah, probably like probably change your diet if you're trying to be healthy. But if we're talking about writing a book, like what are you doing when you're, when you're eating that donut? Are you just sitting there staring out the window? Uh, looking at the the beautiful birds flying around in the trees, and and you're listening to the to the morning animals and everything, and and enjoying the peace. And like that's cool and everything, but is that does that helping you get to your end state? Like, could you be optimizing this time by stacking another positive habit on with that donut? You know, can you can you write? Can you can do? You, could you designate that time, like five, ten, fifteen minutes of like just ideas? This is just ideas for the book. This is these are the characters that I want in the book. This is a character development morning. In the morning, I helped I develop my characters, and I, I want Timmy in the book. He's going to be the lead, and Timmy's going to be this, that, and the other. He's going to be from Arkansas, and 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 Timmy was born uh, without his mother, but blah, 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 you know whatever the case, and you're going to dive into your character development and. 
but you dedicate that time every and you build that habit and that way it's it's easier to fall back onto your habits when stuff goes haywire um when you start feeling down in the dumps when something bad happens and and when you when you are feeling like crap and you're not feeling like you want to maintain anymore like so if you if you do have that issue of of keeping the work up of hitting like a three week slump or three months slump, like whatever you're so like like you, you know that it's going to come um what have you done to prep for that and, and creating habits is a huge aspect of it absolutely immense so what you can do is is establish those habits and establish them in as in, in as many ways in your life as possible and so for me the way the what I did is I uh I I did this with a gym and I really really I really like this because there's two there's two things about it. One I I've fell in love with the idea that uh you change the idea of who you are, of changing the idea of who you are in your own mind, right? So like you're like we talked about the the idea of the elephants in the in the room of your mind that are standing between you and your end state. So when you have a shift in your mentality when it comes to who you are in regards to your goal, that can be that can make a huge difference into the the zest and zeal that you put into going out and pursuing those goals. Like for me, going to the gym is like I decided that I was like I'm a person that goes to the gym, and I and when I talk to people about it, like yeah, no, no, I like I I go to the gym. I like to go to the gym. Um, I like to lift weights and, um, I am the type of person that goes to the gym every day. And that is when, and as I created that both internally and externally, the, uh, the way that my mind began to shift when it came to, when it came to the, the hard times, when it came to the, 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 I don't really feel like doing it today. It was like, well, I'm a person that goes to the gym. And so like, yeah, I'm having a bad day. But like, as I, what happened was I would have a bad day. I'd had a bad day uh, when I start when I started going to the gym and I, and I didn't want to go. And I really had to, I had to fight with myself. The thing that I had in my corner was that I had established the habit that I was going all the time. And I was like, well, I'm just going to show up. I'm just going to go. I'm just, and I'll probably not lift, you know, what I normally do. And I'm just not really feeling it. And, you know, in my head, I didn't even say I'm not going to lift. I said, I'll just do a shorter workout and I'll just, but I'll just get in there and I'll get changed and, and, you know, I'll just, I'll just try to get in what I can get in. Um, even though I don't think it'll be very much. And then I'll tell you what, that day it, it went it went better. It, it, the workout probably went longer than my normal ones did because I, I got in there and then I started and I just felt it and I just, I hit a groove and it was awesome, but it's not always the case. And it is, it's, you shouldn't expect it to be the case. That was just an awesome coincidence for me at the time. There've been many times since then where I've had a bad day and I show up and I'm like, I'm just going to show up and I'm just going to go in. But I'll tell you what, showing up and having a bad day at the gym is one thing thousand percent better than not showing up on a bad day you'll never regret 
going to the gym and being when that is a habit when that's part of uh, your goal and your end state is is getting fit and and feeling good and and you'll never be like man I should, God I just wish I didn't go to the gym this is the same thing when we're talking about writing we're talking about writing this book you're never gonna say like man I've really uh, I just I'm not feeling it and then you do it anyway there's no there's no reality that exists none where you are going to look at yourself at the end and look at the stuff that you wrote. And the stuff that you wrote could be complete garbage. You're never going to look at that like, man, I shouldn't have even written. I shouldn't have even sat down. Like that thought, it won't even enter your mind. It, it won't. Like the fact that you sat down and you did it and you dedicated time to that process, you are going to be so... You, I was going to say, you're going to be so grateful and so excited, but you're not. Like, you'll probably still feel like crap, but you will feel like a thousand times more crap if you just skip it. If you're just like, oh, I don't feel it, whatever. Then you get it the next day and you're like, oh, well, you know, I skipped one. Then, it's, then that one failure can easily start to... to roll into the other aspects and the and the next part your next habit and infect it in this really really negative gross and 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 like cancerous way that can offset it can it can it can throw off your entire goal the entire book you might end up not writing the book because of that one day and all it took was you showing up and, and, and giving a crap performance. One crap performance can can be the difference between that book being finished and that book not being finished. That's how significant this can be. And that's why I'm that's why I'm excited. That's why I'm passionate about it. I I just I think that you have to find you have to identify those things that will carry your momentum. And so and it's and it it's crazy, it's crazy how momentum works. It like it builds and builds and builds. And like over the last uh, couple of days, like I just I hit a stride when it came to work. Like I was I did exactly what I was talking about. And I like I'm opening up my documents and I, uh, that I have for tracking my training program. And I'm like I'm just building and building and building. Where I went through like a week where I had nothing significant got not got built nothing, um, and uh, if not longer. And it's, it was, it was frustrating. And I'll tell you what, it was like, I wasn't, I wasn't depressed, but I was feeling down in the dumps, man. Like I was feeling bad. And I'll tell you what, that, that it wasn't, it's just like a chicken or the egg thing. Cause it's like, I wasn't depressed. Like, was I depressed because I wasn't doing the work? Yes. And because I was doing the work, was I, I was depressed, you know, like, it was both ways. It was circular, but like, it, it could have been something that was completely outside of those things too. That 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 started it. That and, and I like I said, me taking the break really threw a wrench in it. And the break was good. It was a great mental break and everything. It was just, but picking back up into it and and picking back up on my habits, like I just I failed. I failed at it. And like I tried to do, and then and then while I was on the break, other opportunities came up. And so trying to pick back up on the habits in in a way that like that was like it was before wasn't it wasn't possible because the environment shifted and so i had to like relook and rework everything 
And there's just like multiple, multiple aspects of my life and multiple aspects of the environment changed. And it, and it took time. It took time for me to sit down and, and to dig in and to figure out what the, what the hell is happening? You know, like I, I, I was the guy like I'm in my head. Like I created that narrative where I was like, I am the guy who is starting his own business, who's creating a training program, who other people look up to and look for inspiration to. Cause like, Oh my God, like He's really doing it. He's really doing this stuff. Like he says it and he backs it up every single day. Like, how does he do it? Where does the energy come from? Like, I love being that guy. And so I take action continuously to be that guy. That's that's part of my personal narrative. And I I try to find ways to 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 beef that up and to to keep it strong and to and to be even better. Like I wanna I want to look I like when people look at me now and they say like, Oh my God, I can't believe that you're doing so much. Like, how do you balance all of that? And then I'm like looking at me the next day or the next week and being like, Oh my God, I look back and I, refer- I do this all the time. I look back and reflect. I'm like, Oh my gosh, there's, I could have done so much more. I can't believe I wasted so much time on this. And this wasn't important. And then I didn't even do that. And, 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 and I'll beat myself up. I, I am by far my, my biggest critic. And, well, I'm, and that may not even be true. I might have some really big critics out there. I've, I've, got, I've received some hate mail. It's, it's been fun, but uh, it's the most significant source of, of criticism. Definitely comes from within inside, um, and so I continuously try to reevaluate and to look at myself and to address the new elephants in the room. I've gotten pretty good at that, and by, by, by repetition and, and you know, I keep doing it. I find ways that are effective until I get that gut check. I'm like, all right, cool. Those are, those are split. Those are, uh, cast aside, you know? And, and it's not to say like, once you cast those, those negative thought premises in your mind, once you dispel them that they're gone forever, but like that, that version of it will probably be gone forever. But it's not to say that, you know, his dirty little cousin is going to pop up the next day or later that day. You have to be ready and you have to be mentally agile and ready to ready to take that stuff on and, and and handle it in such a way and like know yourself in such a way that you know when it's happening. And that's for me, some of it is so some of the the voices and the narratives are built in and dug in and entrenched so deeply that I don't even realize that I'm doing it until after I have been doing it. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I've been holding myself back in this regard for, for how long now? And it's just like, why? And it just takes like in a, it takes that step back. It takes taking a step back and, and reevaluating. And I'll tell you what, surrounding yourself with good people is a, is an absolutely great way to do it. So and, and good, good friends that support you and are honest is crucial, but you don't want that person that's like, yeah, man, everything you do is great. I love it. It's awesome. Like, like, okay, that's cool, man. But like, did you, uh, what'd you get done last week? Didn't you say you were going to get that done? Like, it's kind of like having an accountability partner, but it's just like naturally like your friends are, they, in, in the genre. So like I have friends that don't really mess around with the entrepreneur thing and that's fine. They don't need to, but I have friends that do. Um, Adam Messer, I was just on the, the WRUU 107.5 Savannah local radio station with this on Sunday, uh, was, he's, he's one of them. I, I love this guy. Adam is amazing. And he, uh, he will give me good and honest feedback and and he genuinely looks out for me and he's he's interested 
in my success. And so I appreciate that so much from him. And, and it's wonderful to have people like that, that, you know, like, you're like, Hey man, check this, check this idea out. Like, like, give me some feedback and let me know what, am I crazy? And they're like, yeah. And then this doesn't really make sense. Like, what did you mean? What are you looking at here? And it's, you know, and so if you're writing that book and you know, it's good to, to at least if you're not surrounding yourself with authors all of the time, like, find ways this again this goes back to the the momentum like find groups that you can be a part of a part of in your local area that you can meet up with and you can hang out with authors even if you're not you're not there to meet up to to talk about your book and writing like you're just you're talking about the process you're talking about their process and it's just like it keeps writing and that that genre and that focus as like this central really important part of your life and of in in the forefront of your mind and it just, it, it, it puts that thing, that centralized focal point for your mind to be able to focus on it. And the more that you keep putting attention on it and the more that you keep taking action on it, the more that your brain, like it automatically just goes back to that point and just goes back to that point. Like since I've started the show, like my, I will ha- I have thoughts all the time, all day, uh, of like, oh, I could, I, I want to talk about this, and I need to put this. I have a notes app. I have this, this post-it app on my freaking phone, and I'll tell you what, it's color note is what it is. And I'm, I'm so, I'm so plain Jane with some things. Or like, my color, so they're like supposed to be like post-its. And my, my post-it notes are all like that typical, uh, like that off yellow, like standard, but and you can change it to be any color. Every single post-it note. I have, oh, how many do I have? It doesn't, it doesn't even tell me. I wish that it did. Um, but I'll tell you what, so I, I have it back from, and I, and I lost this app when I got my new phone. <laughs> so I have, I did that in September because September 27th is my, uh, my oldest, a note on here which which was absolutely not the case but like i said i lost my phone and they asked me they backed it up like hey is there any app on here that you want I'm, i can't believe i didn't even think about it <laughs> but uh but yeah no i have i have all of these i have oh my gosh from interviews back in november i have show notes from and uh two easy tuesdays and stuff and and it's good grief i have it's there's i'm scrolling and scrolling i'm still scrolling i'm scrolling right now and and it's still going through. so there's got to be like over 100 notes and in these notes there's like sub notes and i break it there'll be pages of notes on some of these and uh and that's i'm not forcing it this is a combination of i i'll listen to audiobooks and i'll take notes i'll, I'll make a, a a note that's like um like right now i'm listening to blink by malcolm gladwell and so I got notes in there from that and I from the podcast that I listen to. So these are all ways that I'm trying to inject uh, more focus on what it is that I'm trying to do. I don't I don't randomly select audiobooks and I don't randomly select podcasts. I'll tell you what, like I rarely ever listen to music in my car. It's always learning. It's always learning. I'm trying to read books. I'm trying to listen to books. I'm trying to listen to podcasts about business, about marketing, uh, about psychology. All of this is super important to me. Because it's important to me, I continue to make it a focal point, an obvious focal point, because I want my brain to have to do less work. I want it to be natural. And so I create the environment where it's just going back to that and going back to that and going back to that. And so like my brain is is always, if it's not directly in that step of creation for that and, and thinking about my business and my podcast and the training, 
it's a half step away. I mean, that's the furthest away that I get from any of this is a half step. I'll be out with uh, with my beautiful and amazing wife, and and we will we'll be doing something, and I'll, I'll have an idea, and I'll, like I'll have that just that spur of an aha moment or that that motivation, and I'll just pull out my phone and just and just bust it out on a note real quick. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna disrespect our time together in such a way where like I'm gonna leave and go right for half an hour, you know, like. I'm going to, I want to make a note of it. So I'll do it. I'll write down something in a way. And as I've created more and more notes, I figured out uh, how I have to structure my notes in order for me to understand it. Because I tried just doing keywords and then I'd reference back to them. And I'm like, what the heck was I talking about? I don't know. So you have to, you have to find a lot of this is learning about you. If you, uh, if you haven't done this stuff before, then, um, you're gonna have a hard time uh, in the beginning. Not, and I'm not saying you're gonna, gonna have a hard time, but it's just like there's a learning curve, and that's okay. I'm actually in a, I'm in a entrepreneur class right now. It's part of the Army does a transition program for when you're getting out, and since I'm going under the medical evaluation board, I'm going through that process, and I'm going through the entrepreneur class right now, and they're just they're like they stack up all of this stuff and all like one of the first things the instructor said he was like. He's like, oh, you know, a lot of you, you're going to see this. You're like, oh, I don't know. I'm not ready to do all this. And I'm like, that's a hell of a way to start the class, man. Like, like laying out the barriers and saying, like, a lot of you aren't going to want to do this because it's going to be a lot of work. Like, and I get it. Like, there's a reality check. But at the same time, um, like I had talked to Adam about on the on the radio show um, on Sunday, one of the things that I learned from the dozens of interviews that I've done with these business owners and entrepreneurs is that uh you half the time if not more than that like there is an element of ignorance is bliss like like if you know and you lay out clearly every single obstacle and every single hurdle and if you know all of the the stuff that you're gonna have to go through in order to create your business that it could be so overwhelming like I'm not interested like because in what I've learned that by the ones who are successful by saying like, man, if I had to, if I knew everything that I knew now, would I have done the same business? I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not because it's hard. And there's, there are those unforeseen things and there's, there's the unknowables, you know, things that are going to come up that there's no way that you can know about. And it's just about putting yourself in the mental state where you're ready to receive that you're ready to, to, to bounce with it and to, resile you know um through these things and to persevere uh and 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 there's opportunity for growth from it for you to actually get stronger from a lot of those and that you'll never get that opportunity if you don't actually put yourself in the position to to be potentially damaged in the short term to grow in the long term but if we're in order for that to happen in order for you to to get to your end state to get to that goal you have to you have to find and and carry and ride the waves of momentum and you have to you have to create new waves of momentum and so so create structuring your environment in such a way and creating the habits and stacking onto habits you already have are great ways to sustain and to build momentum and to, to carry you through those those rough times because once when you're on a when you're on the high end, you're on like the, like I, I instantly, my mind just went to like the manic depression, like that split. When you're on like the manic side of, 
of momentum. It's like nothing can stop you. And it's one of the most amazing things in the world. It's like everything just starts falling in place. And you're doing this. And you just wrote three chapters this week on your book. And not only that, but like you somehow managed to get like your entire household cleaned. And, and you you fixed this thing on your car. And and you uh, you took your kids out to, to the baseball game. You know, whatever. But like all of these things are just momentum. Like boom, 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 boom. And it's great. It's such, it's one of the most amazing feelings. The, the feeling of accomplishment. And, the, and to know that it's it's based on work towards your passion project and it, and it means so much more because you identified that end state that you're so passionate about and that's that you are intrinsically and internally motivated to do and you and you're seeing the fruits of your labor and that's great but it's good it's not gonna be that way all the way through. So when you come down from that manic side of, of your of the the momentum of that wave of momentum and you hit that that kind of crashing point, not to say that it's it will it will be that clear of a cycle. Um sometimes it's like this this slow puttering and you just you have to be aware of it. You have to and so that way you can identify it as it's happening and, and even potentially before it happens. Like you said, you see Oh, and my environment X, Y, and Z are lining up, you know, like, oh, I got this big project at work, and that's going to have me working late, and that's going to affect my my writing schedule. I have the habit of writing every night at 6.30, and I know that I'm going to be working until like 8 o'clock at the office um, for the next three days. And, and so, so what do you do, you know, like if you find alternative ways to to keep that up, and, to, and so you may not be able to keep that exact habit, but how do you... How do you fill that in, you know? And that's and be creative. It's a, it's a to me and again again it's another opportunity. Like, okay, how can I, how can I get creative with this? And like, like can I could I step out from work for fifteen minutes and go right in the car? And like, I'm not gonna accomplish the same amount I did before, but you know, I could do that. And like, okay, well, what if I, what if I went to bed a little bit earlier? Um, and then I was able to to spend an extra hour in the morning, get up or and go to bed early, and then wake up early and spend an extra hour in the morning before work. What what am I doing during my lunchtime? Um, maybe maybe I cut that out and and I use that as some dedicated writing time. Um, is there a way that I could bring like is is my is that in tandem with working out, which is another one of my goals that I'm that I'm striving for? Is that um is that interfering because of you know? because of the shortened amount of time outside of work, I, can I, what workouts can I do in the house while I'm writing? You know, that, that will back this up. And so it's, it's identifying that, um, ahead of time. And, and when you do it and like, that's the interesting thing is that the more that you deal with these problems, the one, the more that you identify them off the bat, the more ready you are for, for the ones that you didn't even plan for from the get go, you're, you're more ready for those because you your mind is already planned for it. And it's it's this beautiful thing about visualization. I don't remember who said it. I, I listened to it. The first time that I heard it was uh, um, on a podcast called Chasing Excellence with uh, Bergeron, I think is the, the, the ben, ben, no, whatever. It's one of them, it's his last name. It's Bergeron, the guy who's like typically the one being interviewed kind of. Um, but he talked about like visualization and most people in visual, I remember being talked about, uh, being the first time I was told about visualization, I was, uh, playing football 
and I was a running back, and I remember my dad was talking to me. I was like, he's like, you need to see the hole. You need to see the hole that's there, and then you need to like, you need to see yourself going through it and breaking that tackle, and like feeling the hit on your shoulder, and like and like going through and 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 breaking through and, and getting to the secondary. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, so it's like seeing what you want, you know, and, and like and that helps to create it. Versus you not seeing. If you if you just see like, oh, I'm gonna get the ball and they're gonna freaking crush me, then you know how motivated are your legs going to be to to drive and hit the line, you know, as fast as you can? Probably not very. <laughs> Probably not very. Uh, and and so the interesting thing, the the kind of better way that I heard about visualization, is I think they said that Michael Phelps did it this way, is that he would. He would train, and when he would visualize, he would actually visualize and play out the scenario in his head of him swimming, right? Like you would anticipate, because he's, you know, the Olympic, all greatest, highest medal-holding Olympian ever, I think. And uh, he he would visualize himself swimming. So you're like, okay, yeah, of course, he's going to visualize himself swimming. He's a swimmer. But... He didn't visualize himself winning. He visualized himself screwing up and like specific screw ups. Not like, oh, I just didn't hit the time I wanted to. It's like, no, when I flipped, my goggle flipped and then it caught water. And, and you know, when I was swimming, then I was, I knew that I had to swim with my eyes closed. So I was swimming until I was able to, to either remove them or get it fixed back on in, in, in such and such manner. I don't freaking know. I'm not a crazy, awesome, competitive swimmer like Michael Phelps, but he'd come up with these solutions and he would visualize the problems. And so that way, when he, if he were to encounter these, it wasn't like, holy crap, what do I do? It's like, oh, you know, I already did it. You know, like I already handled this in my head and I'm just going to do the thing that I visualized. And so he, so doing that, I think is, is huge. I think that's such a more beneficial way to, uh, to visualize, um, the, the situation the, those potential problems is like you visualize what's going to go wrong. Like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to do that. And that's, that's not going to go so well. Um, and so it helps you to plan for, and it helps you to mentally, like I said, it helps you to mentally prepare for those things to come. So that way, when they come, you're not surprised. And it's, like I said, it's interesting because it won't just carry to just that one thing. Like the fact that you're, you're taking on the mental burden of, stuff going wrong it it helps you to not necessarily anticipate but to react with a sense of calm and and high performance to other things that are happening and so that's what I want to encourage you to do this I know that there was a lot on today's episode and we we went for a, for a hot minute and I, I appreciate y'all sticking with me I know that my the posts have been uh, relatively inconsistent, and I'm trying to get back on it for y'all. And uh, I should be back again this week with another post, and I should be back also with an interview coming up. I got two. I got one with uh, Alex DeBase back from Omaha, and this was an interview back from 2019. I'm so sorry, Alex, <laughs> but but uh, it's coming, I swear. And I got another one with Jason Usry, and he's this guy's amazing. He's a screenwriter, and I absolutely love my conversation with him. And so I got I got some work to do on that one, and I owe it to you guys to get those out because they're both such incredible conversations. But again, thank you so much for coming and, and spending some time with me today. I love and appreciate all of you so very much. Um, I look forward to uh, to continuing to work on my training program that you guys will be able to to check out and participate in and 
Um, it's called Improve, fully spelled out properly and everything. Um, and and yeah, no, it's just it's good to be back, and I feel good like back behind the microphone again and, and ready to come at you uh, with with the motivation and and the excitement and the energy that you all deserve and that I know that I that I bring, and that's why I do this. And so again, I appreciate you guys, and I look forward to seeing you here again next time.